Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you Amazing. in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets on a Monday. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, we're going to get back to the Patriots. Chad Graff is going to join us here in about 15 minutes. We'll break down everything for the Pats and the Bears. But on a Monday, I'm going to, before I get to hold or fire, I've, Kelly Bidlin, you're the best. We've got a pro tip from hour number one. Sometimes we get a little bit, uh, we get going with, with Ben Fox in the last segment. So I got to give you our pro tip from hour number one. It is, if, let's say you like the Titans to win the AFC South, get to the window now. That is all caps from Kelly Bidlin. You got to know. Move. You better move and break down that door because the news of Matty Ice being benched today is going to switch those numbers, as Kelly pointed out, in hour number one. So, again, it's what we're trying to give you here is information is key. Okay? So, if you're really taking this seriously, you need to be on it. The second you hear it, check those books. Be on your apps if you're in Las Vegas or in Nevada. And get on those numbers because they're not going to stay stagnant very much longer. So, again... That's a great rule of thumb. The example we give is today with the Colts and the news of Matty Ice not being benched as second string all the way down to the third string there. So it looks like right now it is the Titans' division to lose. That was pro tip for this hour. We do one each and every hour across the VEASAN spectrum. That means up to 20 pro tips a day. They're accessible for VEASAN Pro 
uh, subscribers. All you have to do is go to VEASAN.com. You can sort them out by show and or by sport. Now back to the molten hot lava. That is cold or fire. The England edition. Yep, we're going back overseas, boys and girls. Hey, England, hope you like the Broncos and Jags because <laughs> they're coming to town this weekend. I always say, like, hey, England, hope you like crap because that's normally what we give them. We don't give them ne- necessarily the marquee football games, right? You're not getting, like, the Cowboys over there. You're not getting the undefeated Eagles. You're not getting the Buffalo Bills. You're getting the Broncos and you're getting the Jags. Yeah, way to try and sell your product. Right? I mean, like, you're sending the Bronx and the Jaguars over there. Uh, th- at this point, this is like London's team, isn't it? Jaguars, Jaguars are there like every year. Absolutely. I mean, I think they're still mad about that whole tea party thing, and then we give them this. So, if the Jags, if you, I don't know why we keep bagging. We, the, the public liked the Jaguars a lot against the G-Men. They were laying three. They lost the game at home. Now, I guess it's home away from home at Wembley. If you like the Jags, do you hold or fire on this number of four? Uh, I would, on the Jags, I would hold. On Denver, I would fire. Now, the one thing, let me rephrase. Hold on a second. Status of Russell Wilson is going to be crucial. Yes. And so that would be a determining factor. I just think, though, this Denver defense, they've they've got a defense that's good enough to win a Super Bowl with. Unfortunately, they have their offense. By the way, you know who loved England? Herb got his first win over there. Remember that? When he was still. Did not know that. He got his first win in England as the head coach of the Jags. It didn't end very well. 39 and a half, by the way, is the total. Again, I marvel at these numbers week in, week out. And again, scoring is down. If you like the over, is this a fireable number today? Because I can't imagine it gets much lower. I mean, we're already at 39 and a half. I mean, to me, when you look at it right now, are both teams getting 20? Yeah, I don't see it. Because mm. the Broncos can play defense, as you mentioned. Yeah, They're absolutely offense, Not good. Okay, let's get to the uh, Sunday affair. And you mentioned this a little bit off the top of the show. This is an interesting game on paper. Because I kind of felt like the Cardinals, I love them on the Thursday night game against yeah. the Saints. And now they're catching four against those five and one Vikings coming off a bye, right? If you like the Cardinals, high total of 49, that's a huge total in 2022 football. Uh, do you fire on the four or do you hold? If you like Minnesota, you got to fire. Mm. I think if you like the Cardinals, you hold. I just think because you got to win against the New Orleans Saints, you got keyed by two defensive touchdowns. I don't think you're going to see a ton of money uh, coming in on the Cardinals. I think this number hits four and a half or five and maybe Ooh. even higher by the time we get to kickoff. This is a five and one team against the Cardinals team that has struggled offensively all year. Um, I know both teams a little bit extended rest. Remember the Cardinals played on Thursday against the Saints and the Vikings with the bye, which Dave mentioned. Um, you know, to me, this number surprised me, Dave. I really thought it was going to be six. Yeah. Well, it kind of it opened up around there. Most of the shops around here yesterday was like five, five and a half. Ooh. The early money's all been on the Cardinals side. I'm pretty shocked by it. I kind of like it, though, Kelly. I, I, I see where maybe some of the sharper betters out there and why they're back in the Cardinals. You saw the difference that Hopkins makes on that, on that offense. I mean, it was clear and evident in week number one back on that Thursday night affair. But, look, even with Hopkins in there, it's still sporadic, the offense. Yeah. The Vikings, though, their offense really has not been dynamic either. It's been good. It's been 
you know, they've been kind of resting on their defense a little bit here. It hasn't been that sexy because I can understand where that sharp money's coming in. But like Amal said, I would expect the betting public to bet up the Vikings as the week goes. So if you like the Cardinals now, you missed the better of the number, maybe wait and see if you I, get back to five. I, I think you're all over it there, Dave. But I want to toss one thing out for you because I think it's a question probably a lot of new bettors deal with all the time. This, this number hanging at three and a half at several shops, at least here in Vegas, and yeah, three and a half at DraftKings right now as well. Buying a half point down. You do you do that with the NFL or not? Because I don't think this game hits three ever. And it's yeah. a flat three. It's but the, three and a half might be the best you're going to get. That's a great question. And it, it was funny. Somebody mentioned that to me. We were talking about buying. And I so it depends on your personal preference. I personally don't do it. But I have a friend of mine who's probably one of the most prolific NFL betters I've ever known. Mm. And he buys as many points as possible. So, like, if it's six, he'll take it up to seven and a half. Um, wow. I just don't think the math justifies it because when you look at the minus 140, now all of a sudden you're looking at 57, 58% of the time. You got to be right, might be a little bit higher, uh, just going off the top of my head. Um, to me, I'm not a proponent of that, uh, but I can see where people are. Um, you know, if you have a three, buying it down to two and a half. My argument is if you're that concerned about that game landing on three, then you shouldn't play that game. Agreed. I can understand that logic. By the way, every time we go back to Kelly during hold or fire, it freaks me out because I think the curtains are going to catch <laughs> every single time. Let's get back to the Patriots against the Jets. The Jets, Robert Sala, he's been taking receipts. He told everybody he was going to take those receipts. He took more. Well, you tell George Costanza, just keep coaching, okay? <laughs> now the Jets, no respect. They're getting two and a half at home. If you like Robert Sala to take more receipts this time against the hoodie himself, well, Do you hold or fire? I don't like this game, so I'm going to hold on both sides. Mm. Uh, but remember, we talked about this so far. I haven't looked at the numbers for yesterday. I don't remember. I think the one short favorite was Kansas City. Yep. Uh, line didn't come into play there. And if there were any other in the Jets game, those were the two games, I believe, that were didn't, uh, under three points. Didn't matter. Nope. So that's at least 15-0 and 0 now for games where the line wow. is two and a half or under, plus or minus where the spread doesn't come into play, pick the winner. So if you like the Patriots, take the Pats. If you like the Jets, take the money line plus 115. My one thing that I would say that concerns me about this number, because you're right to hold, because yeah. we don't know what's going to happen tonight. Remember, the Patriots will have the short week, right? They're only going to get the six days. Yes, it's not like they got to go cross country. It's just to Jersey to play the Jets. Right. But, look, those it could be a physical toll against the Bears because they do play defense in Chicago. So that's the only thing that concerns me here. I want to, if I if I really did like it, I would take, to your point, the Jets' money line. Think about who you think is going to win the game if you like the Patriots and you have the conviction there, lay the two and a half. But there's no way to me, if I'm a Jets backer, that I'm taking the points here. If I play anything, I'm playing the plus fifteen on the Jets to win the game. Yeah, I would agree with you there. And also, two things. If you like the Pats, take them now because coming down to two is not as beneficial as going up to three yep. is detrimental. And then the other thing is, uh, if you like the Jets – and if you're not going to play the money line, you want to wait for a field goal. To, and I think this is going to be a tight game. Then wait, because, again, it comes down to two. It's not going to hurt you. Uh, but if it goes up to three, it's going to be much more advantageous. It's a great point, because if the Patriots do what the betting public believes they're going to do tonight, we'll talk about that with Chad Graff next, uh, about the Patriots and Bears, then the number could go up to three, to your point there, if the Patriots look good tonight against the Bears. Okay, it's that game again. You know the one where we get boy genius against Kyle Shanahan, and Kyle Shanahan just, the Niners just pound the Rams relentlessly. They're coming off a god-awful loss uh, yesterday to the Chiefs. 
And now they're going to go to L.A. where they might be more Niner fans there than Rams fans, and they're going to lay two on the quote-unquote ROAD. If you like the Rams, do you back them now and fire at the two and or play them money line? Uh, if you like the Rams, you play it. Uh, I don't think this line gets to three. Uh, this is one where you take the Rams. A couple things I would look at. Sean McVay's record off of buys. And then also, remember the one? I don't I'm so mad at myself. I didn't catch it clearly. But I just remember seeing briefly Kyle Shanahan's record when trailing going into the fourth quarter was horrific. They had one win. When trailing. And Sean McVay is the complete opposite. opposite. Yeah, exactly. When he leads at half, he doesn't lose. So really, you could almost narrow this down to a first half type play, right? Where if you believe the Rams are going to win, play them first half. Because Sean McVay doesn't give it up in the second half. And if you believe, conversely, that the Niners are going to be trailing that fourth quarter, you're probably going to come home and it's going gonna, it's gonna to cash for you. By the way, i got to thank Matt Shrewsbury on Twitter. He just sent me a message. Niners are 1-29 oh when trailing after three. I mean, so there it is. It's pretty much in a nutshell. If you like the Rams, play them first half because McVay's not going to give it up. And conversely, fade the Niners because they're not going to come back in that fourth quarter. That's what that pretty much tells us. So we're going to get to uh, some more Holder Fires here, a college football edition uh, later on this week. And again, the experiment here is it's not to burn the curtains here at VEASAN. It is to try to find some of the best of those numbers in the NFL and the NCAA before we get to later on in the week when those numbers are going to change. So get the best of those numbers today if you can grab them on a Monday. When we come back, Chad Graff is going to join us from The Athletic, break down everything between the Bears and the Patriots. Does the hoodie roll against Matt Eberflus? We will discuss when you come back with us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything VSIN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Sign up now and get VSIN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl, which includes our Pro Picks daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, pro tips with actual insights to help up your betting game, deep dives daily into betting reports in the NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball playoffs in the World Series now, plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe to get your $99 mid-season summer special, or not summer, winter special today. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here to that point. Do you turn your heat on ever in Las Vegas? Because it's, it's getting cold here. It's in the 60s. I, it's funny you said that. I was just thinking that this morning. I said, oh, finally, next month, the electric bill will come down. <laughs> we, yeah. get a, we get a break in the horizon. Uh, let's. Say it's going to be cold tonight in New England. I'm assuming. I'm no weather guy. But it's not going to be warm, that's for sure. That's not going to bother the Bears or the Patriots tonight. Uh, always a pleasure here to be joined by Chad Graff. He is a writer for The Athletic, covers the Patriots there. Chad, let's talk about this thing because I, I keep watching and refreshing my screens. Saw a lot of eights uh, pretty much all week, up to eight and a half now tonight for the Patriots. A low total here of 40. Now some nines are starting to make their way out there in the betting space. What do you make of this game tonight? Should it be as easy as Belichick over Matt Eberflus? <laughs> Nine seems pretty high to me. I mean, I think, of course, Belichick always has such a great reputation against uh, first and second year quarterbacks, and so you look at Justin Fields and his 16 career games started. You uh, feel like Belichick should have a strong advantage there, and then you look at the way that Fields has played. Uh, True Media has been charting since 2018 off-target throws. He's been off-target on 22 percent of his throws, Ooh. the highest of any quarterback through the first six games. And then you look at you know these DBs coached by Bill Belichick, which has been. Uh, much talked about and kind of, I think, rediscussed in the wake of J.C. Jackson's slow performance and now injury in Los Angeles. And one thing you could say about Bill Belichick, and I suppose you could say several things, but he'll have his defensive backs ready to go. And so this Patriots passing defense is the third best in the NFL per EPA per play. Um, you combine that with the fact that they're going up against Justin Fields, um, a quarterback who's a bit erratic with a bad offensive line and bad receiving weapons. And uh, I think it's it's very possible that we could see the Bears really struggling offensively. I think my big question tonight is how does Mac Jones look for the Patriots, presuming that he is going to be the starter after this high ankle sprain? And, you know, this Bears defense I don't think is as bad as their offense is. So 
Um, are they able to show up on kind of a, a chilly night in New England with the potential for some rain? And, and what does that mean for the Patriots' offense? Chad, I can tell you one thing. LeBron James wishes he was 78% from the free throw line. Uh, to, <laughs> I, you know, you mentioned it. I had, that was my big concern coming into this game. How does Mac Jones perform? To me, give me your assessment on Mac Jones in terms of how he fits for this team offensively, where they are with him to be able to compete against Buffalo and Miami at this stage of the season based on how you see Mac Jones. Well, this was sort of a fascinating beginning to the season because um, Mac Jones was the best rookie of that class last year, which I think is something that not many people expected. Goes into the offseason and loses his offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels, of course, uh, out to you guys in Vegas, and then I think it, it was a bit of turmoil from there. They brought in or rebrought in Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, and the offense did not get rolling for a while. There was some confusion with the language, some confusion with what Mac liked, what Patricia liked, what Judge liked, what Belichick wanted to do. They tried a lot of things. They threw a ton of stuff against the wall, and so I think you, you look at what's happened with Mac Jones in two ways. The first is that the season did not start as he hoped. He made too many probably risky throws, and a few of those led to interceptions early on. But I think the second part of it is the offensive staff didn't really figure out what it wanted to do, what it liked, and how to go through the whole game flow of calling offensive plays. This is, after all, the first time that Matt Patricia has called offensive plays in the NFL. So I think it took him some time. And then Bailey Zappi comes in right as the offensive staff is starting to hit its stride. Uh, and he gets the benefit all of that. Well, I'm sure Mac Jones was looking around like, you wouldn't believe the crap that I'd put up with and tried to deal with for six months and kind of got the short end of the stick. And then this rookie from Western Kentucky comes in and gets to reap the benefits of all this. Um, so now I think the big question is for Mac Jones, the offensive staff knows what it wants to do. The play designs are getting better. The calls are getting better. Now that you're coming back and you're able to make throws that Bailey Zappi is not, now it's got to start translating, and it's got to start looking good because he probably had a, a super long leash coming into this season as a Pro Bowl rookie quarterback. Now that the Patriots know they have a, a pretty good rookie behind him, um, there's going to be a little bit of pressure on Mac Jones these next couple games, and that starts tonight against the Bears. It's an interesting point, Chad, because I keep making the comparison down to Dallas where Cooper Rush, you know, he, he saved the season for, for Cowboy backers out there, but you knew Dak Prescott – was head and shoulders above Cooper Rush in, in ability. Is that what you've seen? Is there a huge delineage between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, or are we really looking at this and say, if Mac Jones struggles, that we got a quarterback competition? There's a pretty big difference, but it's not to the level of Cooper and Dak. Like, I think Bailey Zappi was surprisingly good. It wasn't just that the offensive staff was better and the play calls were better. He was just good. His EPA per play was great. His completion above expected was great. Like He was just flat-out good. Um, now I think the offensive coaches here have made a point to make clear uh, that Mac Jones can just make throws that Bailey Zappi cannot, at least to this point in his career. There's a reason that Mac Jones has sort of been the guy since high school and went to Alabama with that competitiveness even after – uh, Jalen Hurts was there, and then Tua committed, and then, of course, Bryce Young commits. And he bided his time to wait out all of those guys, just wanted to have his chance. When he got his chance, of course, took advantage of it in a massive way, became a first-round pick. Um, Mac Jones is better than Bailey Zappi. However, 
it's not that drastic of a difference. And if there's one thing that Bill Belichick needs and wants out of his quarterback, you cannot turn the ball over. Mm. Get us in the right play. Do not turn the ball over. He has immense faith, uh, rightfully so, in his defense and his ability to manage a game and his ability to make adjustments. Um, you just can't turn the ball over. And Mac Jones did turn the ball over in the first three games, throwing five interceptions and fumbling another time. So even if the Patriots' offense doesn't look perfect tonight, even if there's a little bit of rain, I think the one thing to really watch for is, is he putting the ball in risky situations? And if he is, that is what could potentially lead to a controversy. We're speaking with Chad Graff, Patriots writer for The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at Chad Graff. Chad, this Patriots team has kind of been written off simply because of how good Buffalo's been in this division. What is the one thing or two things you would point to that you're really impressed with in terms of this organization right now? Uh, Offense, defense, special teams, wherever it may be, that you think gives them an opportunity not only to challenge potentially Buffalo, but in terms of the AFC, at least a wild-card team. I think it's the passing defense, and to be honest, that's shocking considering where we were at two and three months ago. Um, the Patriots, of course, lost Jackson, their all-pro uh, outside corner, and people thought, well, how in the heck would Jalen Mills and Jonathan Jones and these two rookies they drafted, like, this, is, this isn't going to work. The cornerback position is going to be a mess. And in today's NFL, uh, as everybody's switched to passing, you need edge rushers and cornerbacks. Uh, and yet, Once again, Bill Belichick has taken kind of a hodgepodge of cornerbacks and turned this into a great passing defense that can go up against anybody. I I think the numbers will show you offense is more important and travels better these days than defense does, but a good passing defense uh, for one or two games can disrupt about anybody. Um, So while I don't think it is going to have them competing with the Buffalo Bills to win the division, you know, I think this passing defense with Devin McCourty and Adrian Phillips and Kyle Duggar on the back end, uh, the cornerbacks that they do have, it gives them a chance, and Bill Belichick's defensive schemes give them a chance, as we saw going back to say, that Rams Super Bowl with Jared Goff, where that Rams offense and Sean McVay were flying and everything seemed easy, and then all of a sudden they were just completely befuddled uh, by Bill Belichick. That defense can give them a chance against anybody this season, and I think uh, opens the door for them to be a wild card team, and once you get in, who knows what happens? Got about a minute to go here with Chad Graff covering the pass for the Athletic. Chad, you're in those rooms with the hoodie himself, Bill Belichick. Do you get a sense? Because I know people think back nine of his coaching career. Does he relish these opportunities of like, give me a young team in an offensive era of pro football, and I'll show you how great my mind is and how good I can be at scheming up to stop offenses. For sure. There's no doubt that it was super fun when he had Josh McDaniels and Tom Brady and could basically leave them alone and count on them to score 35 points a game. But there's something special. I I think this has kind of rejuvenated him a little bit that he wants to go out and show, hey, I may be 70 years old, the second oldest coach in the league, but uh, I, I still know ball even in this modern era. And you want to try to take your new fancy offenses that you think you came up with? Well, I'm going to find clips from decades ago, and and I'm going to slow it down. Absolutely love it. Yes. Pete Carroll, I think uh, Bill Belichick showing they can still coach in this league. Hey, Chad, appreciate the information and the time, my friend. Uh, We'll catch up again soon. Thanks for having me. That was great. Great information. And again, when you're in those rooms with Bill Belichick, he wants to still let everybody know there still is room for old men in the NFL. Come on back. Hold or fire college edition next year on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, 
the Sports Betting Network. Get in on football action this season with the Hulu Plus live TV football extravaganza. Compete free for a share of 55,000 in two ways. Predict what will happen in three college football pools. Then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL now to play free. Hulu Plus live TV, like cable, only better. Terms and conditions and other eligible restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for the full details. Back alongside of Shaw, Dave Ross here. Going to get into some college football. Love the conversation with Chad Graff there from The Athletic. Talking all things Patriots and Bears tonight. A game that the hoodie's got to win. Yeah, no question about it. I just like him because he's a writer that had some personality. Yeah, right? Yeah. He's he's in those in those scrums with Bill Belichick. Those got to be fun. Like, if you look at it from the right perspective, because you know he'll give you one of those, like, not really answer, just look at your things if you ask a dumb question. Yeah, but you know what? In defense of Belichick and a lot of these coaches, and Dave, you've been in a million of these. We've, <laughs> dude, some of these people ask some of the dumbest questions you ever heard in your life. Like, I am actually wondering, do they sit there and say, let me see if I can top Kelly's question and ask something dumber. Let me see if I can top <laughs> Amal's question. I'm sorry to go third yeah, person, yeah. but I didn't want to look like I was picking on Kelly. No, but it was just, just using a name as an example. I mean, some of the questions that get asked sometimes, like I'll never forget one time, a producer from the Mavs Insider Show asked Vince Carter, and I wish I knew the person's name, I would call him out, um, asked Vince Carter why he was taking a loss so hard. So I was talking to Vince afterwards, and I said, dude, how do you not lose your marbles when somebody asks you a question that stupid? This was a game that was uh, prudent to their opportunity to make the postseason. Of course you're going to take a loss like that hard. I I don't get it. Like, where do they find some of these people? No, it's tough. If if you've ever been in those and then a question gets asked and you cringe as a fellow reporter, you go, oh, that's – that's going to be an interesting rebuttal from yeah, the head the pro- coach. But the problem is too many people ask questions to let her. It's like, and everybody knows this. Forget it in media. People have been on conference calls. Mm-hmm. And you know that person that asks a question oh, to let everybody yeah. else know they're on the call? <laughs> I, we, yeah. I, we've all seen it. Like, Don't ask the question. We don't know if you're stupid, but by opening your mouth, you have confirmed it for us. Totally agree. By the way, uh, before we get to the AP Top 25 poll in college football, I want to give a shout out to J&J Watering Hole, who tweeted us. You can always tweet at us, people. We love it. Uh, during the show, he said, uh, you're correct, Dave. There's no savior coming for us in Indianapolis. Furthermore, it doesn't matter if Jesus himself suited up next week in front of this pitiful O-line, all caps, that is grossly overpaid. So Colts fans, we talked about it off the top of the show. The big news, in case you're just listening now to the show, Matty Ice, not second string, demoted to third string. And the announcement's been made that Sam Ellinger is going to be your quarterback for the rest of the season. Colts fans. In Sam, I trust, so says Frank Reich. Good luck with that. We'll see how it plays out. I'm a little bit surprised by this decision, but maybe they want to see what Frank Reich is because, I'm sorry, um, Sam Ellinger is because you're looking at potentially now winding up as a top 10, top 15 pick, and then you sit there and take Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. Are these one of the guys you would consider taking? Is Frank Reich going to be around potentially if things go south to make that decision? I, great question. I was looking at his record today when we were discussing that because I thought to myself, does Frank Reich have enough time to stick around to be able to, to get one of Because he's a quarterback whisperer. That's what we believe, right? Well, that's allegedly in, in the Philly, case. That's what he did with Carson Wentz when he was up for MVP. That's what he did yeah. with Nick Foles when Wentz got hurt and they win the Super Bowl. That's the rep. With Frank Reich. And I'm not saying it's not deserved, 
But it will be interesting now with three potentially failed starting quarterbacks in three years. I don't look at Rivers as a failure. They got to the playoffs. They lost a very competitive yeah, they were game. They were 11-5. Right, and they lost a very competitive game in Orchard Park, by the way. And they knew it was only going to be one year with him. That's right. right. I, I thought totally he actually did. maximized that year with Phillip Rivers. So he's 10-6, and six, lost to the Chiefs in the divisional round. 7-9, and nine, no postseason. 11-5, and five, uh, lost to the Bills in the wild card. And then 9-8. and eight, and then this year, three and three and three, three and one. So, what would you guys do if you're the Colts? I'm going to give them more time because I think the track record there is good enough that we're a playoff team. We being in Indianapolis with those one-year quarterbacks. But I think the greater point to be made in the futures market, and this is what we talked about in the first hour. Do you want to back the Colts if Ballard and Reich say, you know what, maybe this isn't our year. Maybe we trot out Sam. If we end up in, the, you know, maybe we're in a position where we can draft a quarterback and then really get after it with one of those names you I'm, just mentioned. I'm wondering how much of this decision is possibly I, – I mean, Amal, I think you bring up an interesting question because I'm wondering how much of this decision is coming from the front office mm-hmm. to figure out exactly what you just brought up. Of we got to figure out what we have at Ellinger because we got to start preparing for this draft next year. Like, we might be drafting a quarterback in the future because I, I don't remember if I brought it up on here if it was just a numbers game, but Frank Reich – post-game all year has been very confusing to me, the way he has been praising Matt Ryan after almost every single game. And I don't that is, I don't know if he still believed in him or he's just trying to cover for a guy that he know he knew was about to lose his job. But I th- this seems like odd timing, odd timing to me a little bit, the way he has talked about this guy. Well, he stuck his neck out for Carson Wentz. That blew up. He's done it now with Matt Ryan. And to put like he nobody said you had to put him in the doghouse. He just put him in the doghouse for a guy, to Kelly's point, he's been backing all year, and all of a sudden, not only are you persona non grata, but I think you may raise the next one point in hour number one, which is he could be on the chopping block, literally. Like, what use do you have of Matt Ryan being on the roster if he's now third string? Yeah, and I think it benefits both the Colts and Matt Ryan. Yeah. You know, let Ellinger play with a little bit of uh, just – kind of without stress of potentially, hey, is Nick Foles looking over my shoulder? You're obviously going to keep Foles younger. Um, but I think at this stage of the game, Matt Ryan's one of these guys, he's going to be gone. And next year, I don't even think he's going to be in the league, to be honest with you. You watched that game yesterday. I watched that whole game. Mm, boy. I was like, holy cow, it is nice to have Matt Ryan on the other side. <laughs> Betting uh, against him as a oh, Titans backer yesterday. Yeah, that was... I mean, it, a couple of throws were horrific. And um, But but the point is, I, I love – and Kelly, you're a big NBA guy – what Sam Hinkie did in Philadelphia, for people that aren't aware where they were tanking, they drafted. Mm-hmm. Look, Markel Fultz wasn't necessarily a great first overall pick, not because he was a bust. I just didn't think there were great players available in that draft. Ben Simmons turned out not to be the guy you thought he would mm-hmm. be, but I thought he was a slam dunk first overall pick. And then and you take Joel Embiid. To me, if you're not competing for a Super Bowl, don't you think your goal then is to build for the long term? Absolutely. Right, it's the look. I I will never blame. I think Arizona, the way they did it with Rosen and Kyler Murray, I don't care how quick it was. What was it? One year after? It was yeah, one yeah, year after, yeah. right? That's it. If you know you don't have, if you if you got the bad hand them all, you toss the bad hand away and move on to the next one as soon as possible. That's a great great point he it's makes. A great exactly right. It really is. The only problem with that is if you if you pulled Indianapolis Colts fans today and said I'm going to give you. Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, they're going to sign up for that today. The locker room isn't because the, guy, the, the, the guys inside the locker room don't tank, right? So I know that we look at it and say this would be the smart thing to do, but the veterans in that locker room go, man, my career isn't going to be that much longer. I'm not tanking. If I was the head coach, the first thing I would say is, listen, guys, these are the three things we're worried about in this order. Number one, your health. 
Number two, how much money you make. I'm serious right so now. You're listen, gonna, you're going to plead the Stephen Ross Miami philosophy of I need to lose games here for the betterment of. No, I'm not saying that. Look, I get it from a player standpoint why you're not looking to tank. And then the third thing is about winning. But the reality of it is you want to relate to people. Look, you know, we always, I think the one thing that fans confuse so many times in the NBA on mediocre teams mm-hmm. or in the NFL and teams, look, guys have been doing this for 25 years. Right. You could be in any job at some point in time. It becomes a job and you become tired of it. When you look at this Colts team, do you sit there and go, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to getting to week 19 of the playoffs, getting trounced by Kansas City in week one, and going home. Look, I'm trying to stay healthy so I can get into a camp next year, maybe get a two-year extension for $12 million and ride off into the sunset. It, part, of, part, of the, part of the element that we don't talk about enough of is the economics of it. You know, we look at it from a betting standpoint. Yeah. And think here, I'll give you an analogy that's very similar to this. How many times do you watch games? Like, for example, tonight, I need the Patriots – in the, uh, in the contest, so I, I will watch the game. But I can tell you right now, last night, I took the second half under in the game, and as soon as Miami decided, was well, hold on a minute. As soon as <laughs> Miami went for it on that fourth down, didn't make it, I turned the game off. I, I kept it on one of the TVs I was watching. I turned the audio off. I was like, look up intermittently. I'm like, Kenny Pickett's not going anywhere. It's just a matter of if he throws a pick six or not. That's Hopefully it. he doesn't throw two of them. And to me, the point being is, it's the same thing as a better, right? You watch games with an interest, but we talked about this earlier with Ben during the commercial break. If you hedge a game, you're not watching the game anymore. You're like, ah, I got a profit locked in. I'll see you later. There you go. You don't need to watch. By the way, to that point about the Colts here, gentlemen, their total now and the adjusted win total, we'll get to win total Wednesdays here later on the week. Seven and a half? Seven. Woo! Plus money! If you want to take the over, plus a dollar five. Well, you look at the schedule, the three, three, and one now. Again, Sam Allinger is the starting quarterback. We've been told for the rest of the season, barring injury, commanders, you're a small favorite. You're going to be underdogs at New England. You're going to be underdogs in the desert. Yep. Certainly underdogs against the Fly Eagles Fly. You're going to be favored at home to beat the Steelers. Yeah. You're going to be dogs in Dallas, dogs in Minnesota, dogs against the Chargers. Are you dogs against yes. the G-Men? Yes. And then the Texans, your favorite. You can be favored three games. You have three wins, and you have to get to eight to hit that win total over. And they're at three right now, so they got to win five games. Oh, boy. You see five wins in there? I don't know what Steel- Sam Ellinger's going to Okay, be. hold on. Steelers, Commanders, Texans. Oh, I don't know if I see two others for sure. Not Dude. locks, right? No, and even the Texans game may not be one where you're even engaged in it because you might be out of contention. You don't care. It might be more important to the Texans. That was such a fun, just kind of like an ad-lib segment on the Colts from a tweet, but that's why we encourage you to tweet at us during the show because you never know where it's going to go. They've just been so fortunate, right? You go from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. I know he retired. Same thing in Green Bay. You had Farvin Rodgers. Not everybody gets that lucky. Did Andrew Luck screw them up in perpetuity? No. When we come back, it's on college football. Hold or fire Monday edition. Come on back. It's decent. The Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. 
It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Basketball season tipped off last week, and so did all the basketball promotions on BetRivers Online Sportsbook. BetRivers is the place to go for the latest odds, lines, and unique promotions like our weekly same-game parlays. Place three or more same-game parlays each week to receive a free $10 basketball free bet during October and November. Go to BetRivers.com, download the BetRivers app today. It is a whole new ballgame. Wrapping things up here on a robust Monday edition of Big bets here on Vston and Amal. I always like to do hold or fire. One, because the curtains might come down every time we have Kelly on. And two, because you get the best ideas for how to gauge the betting market. We've done it for the NFL. Now let's do hold or fire college edition here on a Monday. Arkansas is a team that you and I really liked a lot at the beginning of the year. Here's the molten I don't know how we feel about Arkansas now at this stage of the season. So, if you like Sam Pittman's crew on the road against War Eagle, oof, you're laying four at Auburn. If you like Arkansas, hold or fire on a Monday. Uh, I would fire. Uh, Arkansas, I still think, is a far better team than Auburn. Uh, last year, remember, Woo Pig Suey got beat by Auburn, so mm-hmm. a revenge spot here. I just don't believe in this Auburn team. You look at this SEC West, this is one of the toughest divisions I've seen in a long time. Uh, I know the SEC East has gotten better this year, but still, overall, this is still a tough league. Ole Miss has one loss. Mississippi State's a quality team. Obviously, Crimson Tide, we know what they're capable of. Um, you know, so... This is one where I would look at Arkansas here. I would fire. I don't think it comes down. Again, if you look at what's going on uh, there for Auburn, too, not to say that kids aren't quitting. We just talked about it in the NFL as well. No. But, boy, what do they really have to play for other than the Iron Bowl? 
I, I agree with you there. That's the one they're looking to win. They're three and four. And let me tell you one thing that people overlook. Everyone goes, oh, they want to go to a bowl game. I'll tell you right now, I know a lot of guys that played college football, and they've told me firsthand, dude, when you're like six and five and you're at Alabama, you have no interest in going to a bowl game. So, like, we're talking like 20 years ago. But I remember USC was playing TCU in a uh, the Sun Bowl. And a friend of mine played for SC, and he says to me, he goes, he goes, Amal, trust me when I tell you nobody cares about this game. They got torched. He goes, everybody's worried about getting back to L.A. for New Year's Eve. That's all they were worried about. <laughs> Plus, they were probably cold. Oh, they were freezing. Yes. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that. If you like Arkansas, you might want to fire on that four today because we're going to anticipate that line movement going up. You know, our, our buddy Tim Murray does a great job with Sean King uh, each and every weekday here on the, on the VEASAN Network. I was talking to him about this Notre Dame-Syracuse game. Boy, Q's backers, like, look, you covered the number easily, right, against Clemson. But, boy, you really wanted to win that game. It felt like such a winnable game down there in Death Valley. Now you have your first loss of the year. That line was one. It went up to three already. If you like Q's, hold or fire against the Golden Domers. You know, Dave, I'm going to say hold, and the reason why is I'm not sure which way this line is going to go. The one thing, and i got to give your orange credit, I um, – it. Schrader, in terms of what he's been able to do, has been far better and more impressive than I thought. I was mm-hmm. really impressed with them in this game. Now, Clemson did have that catastrophic turnover. They did. Uh, but still, you got to give this team skate. And by the way, I'm going to tell you, people won't look at it because they threw a pick at the end. But to me, if Dino Babers doesn't wait 30 seconds to call the timeout, I believe the offense is not under as much duress here at the end. And mm. maybe he doesn't throw the interception. They have an opportunity to pull out the out- outright win. It just, as a Syracuse fan, right, and somebody's watched the program very closely over the last four decades, you know, getting back up for Notre Dame after really putting everything you had in that Clemson game. And you still got to win another one here. Q's going to be a bowl team, right? They've exceeded expectations. We understand that. I just wonder and worry that this might be a trouble spot against Notre Dame, who still can be physical, right? Feels like the total right now is off the board. Probably going to be a low-scoring affair. I got to cover three. It just feels like it could get very trappy for Syracuse. Yeah, I I think this is a tough game to call uh, unless you feel strongly one way or the other. This is a stay-away spot for me. Yeah, I'm going to hold right there across the board. Uh, Dave, did I see the end of this game, right? Did the Clemson fans rush the field after this game? They did. Because you beat Syracuse. Oh, my gosh. Undefeated Syracuse, Kelly. Put some respect on that. I, I couldn't believe it. I was trying to figure out the same thing. I'm like, what are they doing rushing the field? How many years have you been in the college football playoff? You know, Come just, on. Well, you you got to roll this, over Dino oh, Babers oh, at home. Hold on a second. This is like the last decade, right? They've had great success, two national titles. But let's be real here. Clemson was an also ran after uh, Danny Ford and company for about oh, three decades. Danny Ford? Yeah, no, no, those kids know that. All they know is winning. And they're 14-point favorites, and you storm the storm. Okay, kid. kids will be kids. We gotta I'll stop leave that. it at that. Uh, Florida against Georgia, the world's greatest outdoor cocktail party, but you can't say that anymore. 22 and a half. You just did, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what they call it anymore. Oh, I've looked it up four times. We can't remember it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Something river. The river rivalry or something. Does it have something know. to do with like Florida, Florida Georgia river, line? Rivers in Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it's called now is lame. 22 and a hook if you like the Bulldogs to beat up Florida. I would fire on this one on Georgia. I think, I think Florida's going to get their doors blown off. Billy Napier not receiving uh, too much. Uh, just doesn't seem like he's fitting in well with the, uh, the Florida natives down there. Uh, right. they, they're not very fond of him. And right now they're four and three. But I'll tell you right now, I think this Gators team could be in some serious trouble in this matchup. I love the way this uh, 
Georgia team has played, they'll be ready for this Gators team. The River City Showdown. River City Showdown. How could we forget it oh, for the third time? Dude. My goodness. Because about 50 cities are named River City. <laughs> 22 and a half. So, again, if you like Georgia, you might want to fire on that number today because it's probably going to go up. Uh, and I'm, all, I'm right there with you on that one. When I look at Ken- Ken- Kentucky against Tennessee, this is, if you've ever watched Kingpin, one of the, maybe arguably the best bowling movie of all time. There's some references in there. Tennessee now, undefeated Tennessee, yeah. laying 12 and a half against Kentucky. What do you do if you like the Vols in this spot? Hold or fire? If you like the Vols, I would, I would probably hold. I think the Ooh. money, I, I think it would come down a little bit. Look, Rodriguez is back, and I'm telling you right now, he's the best running back in the league after contact. Jameer Gibbs might be the best overall running back. But what he can do in terms of his ability after contact, I think Stoops is going to come in with a game plan. we got to work the clock. And I think they'll be able to get a couple of stops here or there. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. This Tennessee offense is prolific. I, I've got them right now in terms of ratings, not power ratings, but just overall mm-hmm. number one based on what they've accomplished compared to anybody else beating Bama at home. But this is a huge rivalry game. These schools are three hours apart, down 75, up and down. Um, I'm telling you, this is going to be a tight, tough game. So maybe if you like Kentucky, if you like Tennessee, rather, fire now because the number's going to come down. You think Kentucky money's going to come in? I do. Uh, I I just think it's too many points. I Mm -hmm. I think people aren't giving Kentucky enough credit. They're a good team. I will just say this. I'm not a huge Bill Murray guy in all of his films. He kills it as Big Irma Kraken. I think it's the role of a lifetime, if you haven't seen it. One of the greatest sports movies ever. Isn't it, though? Yep. Go deeper, Jonathan. <laughs> Ole Miss against Texas A&M. And now on the road, Ole Miss is going to lay. There's, there's a number. It's not the same in the NFL that we see, certainly in college football. They're going to lay two and a half against Texas A&M. What's happened to Jimbo Fisher and company? Well, they don't have a quarterback. That's been the problem for a couple of years, and he's, he's gotten so much credit for having won that title in 2013 with J- Jameis Winston. But the reality of it is, He's just not developing quarterbacks. I mean, when you keep um, Kellen Mond around for that long, that mm. tells you you got a problem. They don't have the play at quarterback. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, I like AM here. I don't think Jackson Dart's been the answer for Ole Miss. Ole Miss came into that game this weekend 7-0. and Ole Miss has a possibility with their schedule of winding up 7-5, and potentially 8-4, and depending on where the schedule is. I, I'm telling you right now, I would look at an Ole Miss under-the-season win total if there's an adjusted wow. number, if you get a 9 or something like that. I'm t- Dave, to me... Their schedule is tough. They've got the Crimson Tide. They've got them at home. They've got the Egg Bowl at home against Mississippi State. But they still have to go to Arkansas, and they still are at A&M. So not going to be easy. That is fascinating. So, again, fire on A&M today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so says them all here on a Monday. And Fade Lane Kiffin is still probably tweeting about Tennessee. I don't understand why he's still so concerned about Tennessee. Eight and a half the win total up at DraftKings. Woo! Over minus 145. Under I, plus 125. Wow. Real quick, I'm just looking at their schedule, the, the remaining games. Um, at AM, Alabama, at Arkansas, and Mississippi State. They got to win two of those four games. I don't think they're winning it. We put we pig suey, and I don't think they're beating the Crimson Tide. So do they beat AM or, or do they and they win the Egg Bowl? I just remember when the uh, reporters were asking Mike Zimmer why you're not playing Kellen Mond over uh, Kirk Cousins. He had a very interesting response to that. What did he say? Uh, because the other guy's not very good. And people didn't like to hear that about Kellen Mond. He <laughs> well, was supposed I, to be the guy that's going to get you. I, I take a little Kirk bit of Cousins. umbrage with his statement. 
Why did he say he's not very good? Well, in, in respects to Kirk Cousins. No, 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 no. I that, just no, meant he he's said, not good. Forget he, very. He said he, you're suggesting he, he might be okay. He said we see him every day in practice. You don't. Oh, he's uh, right by the about way, that. our Visa Pro Tip for hour number two in the NFL. If you have spreads under three point, uh, three points, it is not coming to play once. Yeah. Fifteen or no, either way, two and a half, either way. Just pick the winner, kids, and you're going to be okay. That is the pro tip for hour number two. Again, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You can access them out by show and or by sport. Go to VEASAN.com as that subscriber. Mall, a lot of fun. I uh, can't wait. I think we might have a you can't handle the truth from you tomorrow in in, re, in regards to the uh, coach of the year. That's going to do it for Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.